Welcome back to another episode of the Decision Hour. I'm your host, Adam Bird. Folks, let me tell you, I'm pumped about this interview today. Um, mainly because I've been trying to get him on for, for a while now, and we finally were able to get our calendars to to uh, to sync together. He's a, he's a community hero. He's the host of the Hack Life podcast that you can also find anywhere that you listen to podcasts, specifically on uh, Heroes Media Group as well. He's a holistic health coach. I'm talking about my friend, Mr. Joel Evan. Joel, what's up, brother? How are you? Let's go. It's great to be here. <laughs> oh, man. You, uh, you've you been a busy guy lately, and I want to dive right into things like right out the gate. Why don't you tell my listeners yeah. a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So, uh, you know, on paper, I was a first responder. I was a police officer for almost 15 years. I worked in Oakland, California for about six years, and then I lateraled to San Francisco. If anybody is not aware of Oakland, California, I can promise you, I don't know what the numbers are now, but I always say top five, dead or alive, one of the most dangerous per capita cities. Uh, we either led in homicides, and this is not to brag. I'm mean, just giving you kind of the tempo so you can kind of understand the culture of what it was like there. Um, and uh, they either led in homicides, and if they didn't lead in homicides, they were leading in per capita most violent crime or at least and what is most violent crime we're talking about assault with a deadly weapon or robberies and they're pretty much well known for that i don't know what the numbers are now but uh there was a good time where we were like number one um so i did that for about six years and then lateral to san francisco and i worked there for about eight and a half years um love my job i was before i was fired from the san francisco police department which i'm sure we'll get into a little bit i uh I was a trainer and uh, I love to train and uh, I just always felt like I was given so much and maybe that's why I'm a coach because I just love to see, uh, I learned a lot in my life and I always wanted to give back and I want to, when I, I remember when I turned 30, it just wasn't, and that was also around the time I had my first child. It was just like, this isn't about me anymore. Like, great. I accomplish a lot of things. I go to the seminars, personal development, all that stuff, but there needs to be something more and I wanted to find ways to give back. And so um, I always love to train and coach and mentor young officers and so I got a great job at the academy training uh, veteran officers and the new recruits coming through. And I was a trainer in use of force and tactics. And so that was a, a great, great opportunity until I was fired and let go. But also that was in October 2021 when I was let go and we'll get into that. But I also think, you know, that is the the turning point. That's what I needed to actually lean into my true self. And what 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 is my truth? I think I discovered it. And I needed the San Francisco Police Department to fire me probably to really embrace that and see what that meant. And so when that happened, I had a choice. I could have got hired from another agency who wasn't pushing so hard on the mandates. Um, or I could have went all into my, my life coaching and health coaching, holistic health coaching business that I had kind of started on the side about two years prior. Um, it just wasn't fully fleshed out and uh, doubled down on my podcast. And so I definitely could have gotten hired at another agency. I chose not to. I just felt like that was the easy route. So I felt like I wasn't aligned with my truth and I wanted to be who I really said I was going to be. It was that. And so that's what I dove into. And that's what I've been doing the last couple of years. I, I love it. We're, I want to I want to step back here a little bit because you're talking about law enforcement for many years. First off, thank you for your service and, and being a, a true community hero. Um, you said you were fired from the, the PD and you and you mentioned the, the mandates and stuff. So I'm, I'm going to speculate that it had something to do with that. But let's let's hear from you. Yeah. So San Francisco 
you know, unlike many of the Bay Area cities, actually San Francisco and Oakland, to my knowledge, are probably the only two, at least in that area, that forced the experimental product. I'm not going to use the word because I don't want anybody to be censored or banned, and I've seen that happen. But they forced the product upon us, and what, what happened really was just dirty, um, and it didn't exemplify leadership. And one of the things that I really hold myself to is that leaders don't do what is easy. They do what is right. right, and nobody stuck up in that time, and that is really an abomination. And and, and I don't care if you're the chief of police, the mayor, nobody stood up, and that is uh, that's crazy to me. And so what happened was they fired me because I wouldn't take this experimental product. I had a religious exemption that got approved and then later denied. Let's whoa, that's that's kind of uh, how did that happen? Which it will that'll all get revealed in the lawsuit, so I'm not too worried about it. But um, you know, so that happened, and um, they. Believe it or not, they said that I was a direct threat to society, and that really kind of uh, didn't settle well with me because here's a guy who I worked for a year and a half without this experimental product in my body, and I was deemed an asset. And matter of fact, the last thing I'll say about this is the first two weeks, December 2019, when this all went down, when the world shut down, and the first two weeks they said, we got to shut everything down to stop the spread. Guess what they did? They had to make use of me because the academy got shut down. So you know what they did? They said, well, we have no use for Joel right now. Let's send him out to the tenderloin because the mayor is upset that homeless are gathering around. And that's how this um, – the C word, that's how it spreads. It spreads through contagion of other other folks and groups, small groups. And we don't like that because – the whole city, you have to remember, the whole city was shut down. There was nobody downtown right. other than who? The homeless. Right. And that the homeless are in Tenderloin and the Tenderloin District of San Francisco, which, guess what, sits right across from the, the, the mayor's office, City Hall. So she sees all this and says, hey, chief police, you got to do something. You got to move these guys around. So guess what? They send people like me who aren't on patrol at the time because they have use for now. They have free, fresh bodies, and they put us out there. And guess what? I did my job. I did exactly what they asked me. I didn't complain. I didn't like what I was doing, but not because I was worried about the, vir uh, the virus. I was just like, this is not why I decided to be a cop, but right. it's part of the job. And you just do what you do. And so for two to three weeks, I was out moving homeless around, and I didn't miss a day. And, and here I am now a year and a half later, and I'm a direct threat. It was just really scandalous. Yeah, it it's uh... – Especially now, you know, you fast forward 2023 and we know a lot of the updates of what really was going on. Um, you see how back then, how politicized and, and how misinformation was was handed out through mainstream media and using community heroes uh, as one test tubes, in, quite, in, in my opinion, and, and, and two, uh, to help enforce something that, quite frankly, uh, in many people's minds is, is illegal um, to, to an extent. So I, I'll, I will say that. But let me ask you this. Yes or no, do you feel that although uh, you know transitioning and stuff isn't always easy for everybody, but do you feel like it turned out to be a blessing in disguise for you? Always, always. And the more that I have learned, I'm telling you, the more I keep saying aligning with truth and it's a nice catchphrase, but really the more that I have leaned into fear and leaned into that. And I really want people to do that because it's, again, it's easy for someone to say entrepreneurs, you hear that all these amazing stories and, oh man, they lost everything. And I did. I, I almost feel like I had to lose everything. I had to lose a $200,000 salary. I'm the only provider for my family. I had to lose everything and continue to lose everything in order to really surrender and accept oh. 
and let happen unfold the natural part of, of life to unfold. And I, I really think it's like, it's something, it's almost, again, it's something you can't write about. You can't read in a textbook. You have to experience, experience it. Yeah. And uh, here, here I was experiencing it. And I, and I always think like everything happens for a reason. And the more, um, there's this quote I really love and that it kind of helps me in going through some of this. And it, and it's, it's, it goes something like this. When we recognize that the universe is governed by God's law and that nothing happens by chance, each difficulty that is met has its own purpose in the whole great plan. And so the more that we cease to rebel against the great scheme of things, yeah, easier you just why are you rebelling why am i fighting why am i resisting this it's all part of the great plan anyways for whatever it is for me so now the more i just accept it smile soften and release man i'm telling you i have connected with so many good people i've gotten a lot of hate i've gotten a lot of i've been banned i've been censored but then guess what i meet people like you i i meet other thought leaders and other people that guess what they're actually aligned with me and i thought i was alone at the beginning right. and now i'm not i realize actually this is the tribe these are the people i need to be around and so that has been the synchronicity um has been amazing in the last two years and the people i've been able to connect with because of that and you've done amazing things man and i'm really proud of of first off honored to be a part of your life and 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 to know you um and everything that you've been doing, especially recently. Listen, folks, if you're online, Joel's got a website, and we're going to talk about this here in a second, but if you're online, it means you're already listening to the show. Open up another browser and go to joelevancoaching.com. Uh, Joel, let's talk about the, the this coaching, and how did you – you mentioned it uh, briefly before that you you kind of dib-dabbed a little bit in it, and then after uh, – you know, leaving the, the, the police or the law enforcement agencies and whatnot, you, you kind of pushed forward in, in that that venue, correct? Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about that. How, how, what, was that something you just like, hey, this is what I'm going to do now moving forward. This is my purpose or this is what I feel like I'm, that God has me uh, on the path that he wants me to pursue. So the, the interesting thing is I always – resonated with coaching. I went back to 2016. I got my first life coaching cert, and then I did multiple holistic health coaching certs, kind of getting ready. I knew one day I was going to launch, but having two boys, I didn't have the time to work. Uh, I was working 60 hours a week. I was working overtime to make ends meet. And then I was also trying to start this side business and having young boys, I just couldn't do it all. And so right about the time my second son became three, I noticed we had some little bit more uh, freedom, a little bit more uh, levity at being able to do some of these side projects. And so I go, oh, well, great. Let me start doing this. The thing is, originally when I launched my business, I thought, ah, you, you know, you don't really make good money as a coach unless you have a big brand like your Tony Robbins or Brennan Burchard or something like that. And I was completely wrong. And so I tell people this: I spent over thirty thousand dollars learning from a business coach how to run a successful coaching business because I didn't know, and that was scary. I didn't, by the way, I didn't just put down thirty thousand all in one. That was over time. <laughs> but I just want people to understand, like. It was scary for me. Again, I'm about to lose my job. Right. Okay. I know it's coming. I'm about to lose my job. And now you're going to invest. I think at the time I invested like six to eight K or something like that. I, I didn't even know if I like had the money, but I was like, I've got to figure this out. This guy says he can help me scale. And even if I'm a nobody, not that I'm saying I'm nobody, but, uh, and I didn't know. And, and my point is just investing in yourself. And I, I did it when I had nothing at all, or I, I didn't think I had anything. And so that was really key for me, uh, learning sales, learning marketing, learning how to position myself in a way that could actually create a, um, 
the clients that I want and actually create a successful coaching business. And so, so yeah, so I, I launched, I went all into that. And I, again, I had the opportunity to work. I ended up moving out of the state of California. I moved to Idaho and I actually had an opportunity to work with a law enforcement agency local. And my wife and I had a long talk and she basically said, Joel, I think you're going to be successful. I think you can do this. I trust you don't do the policing because it just doesn't align with your truth right now. And I think we all go through evolutions in our life, yeah. right? Where the, the police work served me for the first, when I was 25 years old and I was full of piss and vinegar and yes. ego, <laughs> I wanted to prove how tough I was. And, and, and I really did want to serve too, but it, there was, I think it was more for me. And as I've gotten older and older, it's just like, that doesn't align with me as much. And um, being a, a police officer, especially in California, I'll just say, I became disenfranchised with just a lot of the way we were treated. And I felt like I was becoming a pawn for whatever the new flavor of the month was politically. I right. didn't like that. Right. And uh, I felt like I was being also handcuffed literally from really doing a good job because of all the policies and restrictions. And so that just didn't vibe with me and knowing what I could potentially do. And so um, – I, I, again, having your own freedom and being able to create what I'm doing now is is very is very powerful. What does it mean to be for those that don't know? But what does it mean to be a holistic health coach? What what is that exactly? Good question. I don't even know now, and I'm going <laughs> to tell you why. Because here's the thing, Adam. I actually have recently transitioned some of my my offer and some of my niche, and and what I was just so people understand when when I think of holistic health coaching, here's the big thing. My mother was diagnosed with cancer several years ago, which also led me into coaching because I was a guy who knew a lot about health, a lot about fitness, knew a lot, but never knew how to systematize it and, and create protocols. And it bothered me that Western doctors couldn't fix my mom. Now my mom's still alive today, but their ad, their uh, their whole philosophy is just to kill it, radiate it, chemo it. That didn't vibe with me. That never that's never jive with me. And I've never seen Western doctors get anybody better from any disease. They they just don't. They mask the symptoms, and that always bothered me. What is the root cause? I wanted to know that. How do we get to the root cause? And so that is how I found holistic or functional medicine and coaching. And so. A holistic health coaching for me is getting to the root cause, whatever that may be. If you have a gut issue, yeah, for example, people come and they say, "Oh, I have Joel, I have IBS." Okay, well, let's look at let's un, let's let's unravel that. You have IBS, right? IBS is irritable bowel syndrome. It literally means your your tummy hurts, your bowels, your your stomach is bothering you. You go to the doctor and you tell them, "Hey, uh, guess what? My my stomach hurts. These are my symptoms." And the doctor repeats back to you what you already know: you have IBS. Right. Great. Now, most people, guess what? It's the worst thing a doctor can do. They take on the diagnosis. Oh, my God, I have this thing called IBS, like it's a disease. It's not. It literally means your, your stomach's just not feeling good. Right. So they're going to give you Pepto-Bismol and all this other junk that will never get you better. Me, my thing is, all right, let's analyze what you really have, and then let's get to the root cause. Is it candida yeast overgrowth? Is it H. pylori? Is it parasites? Great. There's protocols for that. And if you know how to systematize those protocols, people get better, and that's what I love. Man. So listen, if you guys are listening to this right now, open up another browser, go to joelevancoaching.com because Joel, you you help people with all of this stuff, yes? Yeah, one of my good things I think I'm really good at is gut health. Um, we can always run labs. There's several good labs out there, gut stool test, or there's even organic acids tests, which will reveal a lot. But honestly, I tell people if they want to save the money, I'm probably 80% chance I can guess. And I don't want to say guess because that sounds like bad, but I can probably you know, break down whether here's what you most likely have. And a lot of these herbals and, and um, they're, they're done with in synergies. And so they will cross and, and like, let's say if you had SIBO and you have candida yeast overgrowth, they're different, 
but a lot of the same protocols will work. And so if we can kind of narrow down what it is you have, we're going to get to the bottom of it uh, without even a lab. Does it, does it mean, of, uh, does it, it, how do I ask this? When something like that happens, is, is it because of what the, the root cause of it? Is it because of like people might be eating, eating the wrong foods and it's causing X, Y, and Z, or maybe it causes an ulcer or, or, or what? So it's then, and then you sit down with them. It's like, okay, we need to change uh, your eating habits. And this is maybe some things that you need to start looking at doing. Am, am I close? No, you're, you're, you're poking around in the right area. I mean, li- there's a lot of reasons here's, here's, I mean, here's the crazy thing, right? You can go out barefoot and you know, you could catch a parasite. So there, there's that. I mean, there's yeah. just things you just don't know. It's like, and p- parasites are actually very more, they're more common than people think. People think we need to go to third world countries. Oh, that only happens in Thailand or Mexico. It's like, no guys, like this happens everywhere, including <laughs> the United States. So let's not, let's not like think of ourselves as so high and mighty. Um, and, and so food poisoning is another one. You can get H. pylori, um, and that's very common. People that have ulcers, very common, they have an H. pylori infection. People always say, oh, it's stress-related. Yeah, it is, but it, and it can be. Now, one thing I want to highlight to – yeah, you're pointing to yourself. One thing – there's two things I want to highlight really quick. So what you said is the food, processed food. Yeah, we all know we should be eating processed food, but we do. We make our little – we cut corners. Right. Here's the thing I want to stress out. Glyphosate, guys. This uh, herbicide uh, or pesticide, also known as Roundup, that they spray in all mm-hmm. of our crops. I got a chance to interview Dr. Stephanie Seneff, who came out with the book Toxic Legacy. Man, you don't need to go out and read it, but it is amazing. Go check out my interview with her. You will be blown away at how much this herbicide is doing. It is just wrecking us. And I never thought that until I dove a little bit deeper into that. And I mean, glyphosate, it is ruining our microbiome. Okay, I mean, it's just destroying the good microbiome that we have, the integrity of our gut. It is destroying some of the building blocks that form collagen, the collagen matrix in your bones and your structures. So now we're going to be seeing NFL athletes and people getting injured more frequently. Um, and it's doing a lot more than we think, like, oh, it's just not organic. Like, no, it's it's beyond that. And, and it's just some of the chemicals that we're seeing that – the, I'm sorry, not the chemicals, but some of the things that it's doing to the body, the systems of the body, it is terrible. I mean, it is just, it, it, there's a good correlation with glyphosate introduction into our system and autism. If you look right now, the autism epidemic, guys, I'm sorry to say, um, there's a couple of reasons I think why we're seeing such an increase. But back in the 80s, we went from like one in 10,000, we are at one in 36. And boys are at a higher rate. They're thinking one in two. That is scary. And I can promise you uh, glyphosate is a huge contributor. So when you're thinking, oh, is it organic or not organic? Should I buy? That's just a gimmick. Yeah, there's part of it that's a gimmick. And I do agree. And I don't like paying the higher price too. But um, from what I've learned, I would totally do it. And the second thing I want to just highlight is you said, well, you know, is it the processed food? Like, yeah, again, let's remove the processed food. That's, that's always positive. But stress is so, so <laughs> detrimental. And us as first responders and, and in any profession, yeah. is entrepreneurs especially, we are good at, oh, yeah. at thinking we're managing the stress. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you a quick example. In my own house, my own, my own home, my wife, uh, she does way more, way more work than me. And she is the homeschooler, the mom, and she makes our dinners and everything. She's working her butt off going to the gym at 4 in the morning. I get up at 4, but she goes and goes to the gym. Anyways, long story short, she was having some issues with uh, her monthly cycle recently, and she's 42, so you know, 
some people might say, oh, well, that's normal. Okay. Well, her and I both know, no, that's not normal. There's something going on. What's going on? So I had her run a Dutch test, which is a great test for anyone that wants to see their cortisol, their stress hormones throughout the day. And also see their hormone levels, where women are at, their estrogen and, and some of those, those, there's actually four types of estrogen. People don't even know that. Yep. They think there's just one. And so we got the numbers ran and guess what happened? We saw from the early morning her cortisol spiked, which is a good thing. You want you need cortisol to get your body up and going. Right. But guess what? It stayed high the whole oh, day. Boy. And my wife would have never thought that. She would have thought, yeah, I'm good at managing the stress, just like we all are. Like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I, I know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm not that stressed out. Well, the numbers didn't lie. <laughs> and so we started uh, implementing meditation in her life and just doing some more down-regulatory things where I could actually help support her. And guess what? She's come back into balance and homeostasis. And so the last thing I want to tell you guys, and I know I'm getting long-winded. No, you're good. But the – okay, good. The when here, This is something I heard the other day, and it really struck me, is we all know – now it's very common. The gut is like 80% of our immunity, and there's this thing called the gut-brain axis. There's some communication going up there with the gut and the brain. Well, guess what? If you're stressed – and forget stress. I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm one of those guys, and I'm doing my best to be out of it. But I'm, are, there's a lot of us that we're always up in our head. We're always into radio me. That's the frequency we're in. And if you're up in your head all day and you're not in your heart or your hara, your gut, guess what? The brain, if you're up in your head all day, what do you think is going on with your gut? Probably not good because you're so stressed out, guys. And so, yeah, a lot of my coaching, I'm actually – I still do, like we talked about, the gut health and all that stuff because I can do it and I'm good at it. But I've really kind of shifted because I have had this revelation, I think, over the last just month of just realizing, oh, my God, there's a bigger problem here besides what what we what I'm talking about, holistic health. Beyond that, it's that we are not present. We are not in ease. We are not in flow. We're not. Most of us are not engaged in reality and fully conscious of what we really need to be doing what matters. And that is what I'm focusing on now. I'm kind of shifting my coaching to the high performers that want to find that presence in their life but still go out and be a, a high performer. That, you've hit so many things that, quite honestly and shamefully, hit home for me. Uh, because I, I kind of pride myself on going to the gym. You know, I'm up, I'm like your wife, I'm up at four, I'm at the gym by five and, you know, I'll do an hour and a half, two hour workout. And that's, you know, five days a week. I have to force myself to take a day off just to recover. I'm, I'm, you know, no spring chicken. I'm a little seasoned now. So it's like my body needs an extra day of rest just to recoup a little bit. You know, I'm not 25 anymore. Yeah. And, but then, you know, I, I own, as you know, the Heroes Media Group, and then I got you know several other companies that are simultaneously running all at once, and it's like okay, but I go to the gym and and that's good. And I just I just had uh, blood work done where my they were shocked that my cholesterol level was high because I I'm a foodie and I I admit it, but I've gotten better at what I put in my body, but it was still a little little off, and it wasn't bad. It was just. It's not where I want it to be because I'm very hard on myself when it comes to numbers, but I I feel it in my gut, and I was like, I've been reading more and more about the mind and the and the gut, and you talk about meditation where I try to meditate like my, like my drive to to the gym is like 15 minutes, and that's for me. Uh, prayer works works mm. for for me. Talking to God works works for Love me. That. And nice. then sometimes. Like uh, during the day, I'll take my dogs out, or or I'll just if the weather's nice, like today, I went for a walk, and that's kind of like my meditation, 
you know, time to just kind of kind of re- reset button or just kind of regroup a little bit so I can finish the day strong. I'm slowly starting to get back into that. So I really appreciate that you bring that up because it, it's very eye-opening um, on that. And then I, I wanted to mention something about the about the food and the intake stuff, the Roundup stuff that you mentioned. Yeah, that stuff's crazy because, like, I've been – for the last couple of years, we've been buying uh, – regenerative beef we, we find these regenerative farms uh, and whatnot uh, that aren't using any hormones or steroids or anything like that we've been we're looking at that so i strongly and, and then we grow our own uh food we have our own garden and stuff like that and we use like you know eggshells and and uh you know coffee grinds and stuff like that with the, with the dirt and stuff like that so i'm a big proponent of of not using any type of chemical stuff in your food and it's fairly easy folks to to grow your own food uh, as well, but listen, I I know we're coming up on time. You're a busy guy. I got one more question for you, brother. Yeah, you're on a show called The Decision Hour, and and we make decisions every day. Name a time in your life where your feet are on the line and you have to make that decision. What is it, and what's the atmosphere like? Ooh. That's easy for me because the last two years, and I we kind of alluded to my story, but here's the thing. October 2021, I knew I was going to be fired. I was going to lose a 200,000 plus career uh, that I built, you know, and it would have been easy for me to actually stay because I'm telling you right now, I could have forged a card. I don't think it would have been that hard. I could have forged a card and I, my life would have continued like nobody's business. Right. And I would have never known the difference. I would have just kept living my good life. Everything would have seemed okay. I would have been living you the, the ideal picturesque life that everybody talks about. But I knew in my heart after doing a lot of reflection, reflection, prayer, talking to my wife, it just that wasn't me, man. Right. I couldn't. I'm like, I can't. This is scandalous. I cannot do that and like sleep at night. And I'm like, no. Okay. And, and it's just wrong. It's not right. And did a lot of reflection. And, and again, I've, I've mentioned the phrase aligning with your truth. I'm like, that would never align with my truth. And here is the truth is that guess what? Nothing vibrates faster than the truth. And so if you want to think about law of vibration, where even you can even, you, we can talk about law of vibration and we can even talk about it from a religious standpoint. Yeah. But if you want to talk about that idea, if you want to go somewhere in life and you're thinking like, man, why am I not getting there? What, what, what I think you probably aren't vibrating at that frequency. You probably aren't you probably aren't aligned with the right things or the right people or whatever it is. And so that's why you're not you're just you're resisting. You're you know, this is what I always think about is you are perfect as you are. God has made you perfect, whether you believe in God or energy. Everything is perfect. Again, frequency, energy, everything is perfect, but you're just getting in the way of it. You're getting in the way. So get stop creating that interference. Move out of the way. Let God, let the energy, let the frequency of abundance just surround you and do what it was already supposed to do because you're there and everything will work out. So for me, the decision was go the, the, the hard route, lose it all and find out what is on that door. You don't know. Could be greatness, could not be, or just continue doing the same thing. And I chose the unknown. I chose the path of the unknown. I chose that door, and I'm so happy for it, brother. I've lost so much financially, but I'm blessed by many, many, uh, so much, so much more. And I feel like I've learned more. I have something that those so-called leaders in the the politicians and the chiefs of the police and the people that laid down their sword. I have something that they will never have. And uh, for that, I'm so grateful and so thankful. And that's why it's easy for me to talk about it because I have no animosity towards these people. It's like, hey, whatever happened, like 
they've got to live their life. For you, me, I'm living my fullest. Li- yeah, you're living your life full of purpose, man. And that's one of the things I absolutely love about you, brother. Thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Adam. Folks, uh, listen, joelevancoaching.com. Go check out his website. Hit him up. Work with this guy. Follow him on social. He's on all the social media platforms. You can you can find him literally everywhere, especially now. So go check him out. Follow him on social media. Uh, and before we let you go, make sure you go check out our parent network, Heroes Media Group. Go check out all the shows. We got new shows coming up the, uh, here in the next couple of weeks, and uh, all the new articles. If you have a show and you want to bring it onto the network, hit us up info at heroesmediagroup.com. Until next time, you've been listening to the Decision Hour.